Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com Hashtag God and Our Dogs on Instagram and at God and Our Dogs on Facebook. Thank you to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Well, how does that happen? The same way our other relationships grow spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us to see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, and you are listening to God and Our Dogs. I'm delighted that Judge Kirsten Cahoon can join us today, especially since she has a bit of a head cold. Judge Cahoon presides over the Texas 451st Judicial District Court that serves Kendall County. Judge Cahoon describes herself as assertive, tenacious, and compassionate. Knowing her, I would emphasize the tenacious and especially the compassionate side of her. Best of all, her dogs would introduce her as my running partner and the one True. who feeds me. Welcome, Judge. We are so happy to have you with us. I'm so excited to be here, and thank you for letting everybody know I had a bit of a head cold. Don't normally sound like this, but this well, is what you get. We all have those days. I think we can all identify with that. Well, Judge Cahoon, I love that your dogs run with you. I always ask my guests before the show what you taught your dog. Your response was so neat because your dog, Dosi, taught you to run faster. It's true. How did she do that? Because she can't walk nicely on a leash. And so she would pull me. We would go for a run, and we had just moved to the hill country appropriately named hill country when you come from houston which should be called the flat country and so in learning to run in the hills and they're hard when you come from the flatlands and she would uh 
pull me up those hills because she that's just she has horrible manners on the leash and she would pull me up the hills and there we go i would get pulled up and i wouldn't quite be as tired and we would hit that hill again and she would never wear out and so she taught me basically to run faster by speed training me through the hills and so there is some goodness to your dogs pulling on a leash well I, some of our trainers may not agree with well, that that's but, true and neither but would they're my not husband runners but they're not runners and i think it's interesting to think about how sometimes i guess that would be the opposite of prodding wouldn't it pulling would be yeah, opposite pull would be, would be yeah. the opposite but they would i mean <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably should not have told you that story because <laughs> Patrick will not be pleased when he hears about the pulling by Dosie to well, help me up those hills. But admittedly, her granddaughter does it too. Oh, I see. It helps me up those hills. Now it's less it's less training in the hills nowadays and more just getting older and the hills are harder again. Well, I don't see any significant, like, scars on your forehead or something. So, hopefully, Patrick, your husband, won't be too upset. Yeah, they don't pull that hard. Yeah, yeah. They just, they, <laughs> they would, and, and if they could talk, they actually wouldn't call it pulling at all. They would say, they're just helping me. They'd say, I'm just helping you, Mama, because I know you're struggling up that hill, and I'm helping getting you up the hill. Well, maybe that would be generous. They might be thinking, would you hurry up? I want to get to the top of the hill. Yeah, what, yeah. they could also be saying, yeah, what's on the other side? I can't see over that. What's on the other side? Hurry, hurry, hurry. Oh, there's nothing. Quick, let's go faster down the hill so that we can see what's on the other side on the other hill. That yeah, would that, probably be more That is probably yeah. it. That's probably right. Yeah. Well, Dosie wasn't just or isn't just a good runner. She's also a great mom. Right. So tell us about her first litter of puppies. Well, as you know, we talked about this, uh, Meg, and uh, we, Dosie was the daughter of our first female black dog. And then when she had her litter, the Dosie had her litter, and I'll never forget, it was the middle of the night, and she nudged me to tell me, hey, uh, yeah, my human, this it's time. And she walked right into our shower in our bathroom and decided that she was going to have the puppies in the shower, which was great. That really makes cleanup a lot easier when you just have to turn on the shower. But so then that she struggled and struggled with this huge first puppy that was a bigger than my foot. And when it finally came out, it just, it, it was lifeless. It just, I didn't know if it had made it. it Frankly, I, I didn't think it had, and she was vigorously licking and licking and licking and licking and licking and licking it. And then, uh, and I woke up Patrick and my husband, and I was I think, and she's licking and licking, and then all of a sudden, this cute little tongue sticks out of its mouth to show me that it was it was alive. She's licking and licking, and I picked it up, and I really, I didn't think that it was, I didn't think it had made it. We, I thought it was, it was uh, not with us, and it just goes, stick, you can't see me in radio land, but if you could, you would see that I just stuck my tongue out a little bit out of my lips, and we knew that he was fine, and we gave him back to Mama, and Mama licked him a few more times, and then she went on to the next one that was coming out of, I think she had 
eight. Wow, that's a pretty big letter. Right? And we didn't lose a one. Oh, that's amazing. That was, that was really great. Yeah. So was she excited about that, do you think? Yes. How'd you see that in her? You know, I think all dogs, but I know my dogs, uh, smile. And you, I have a picture of all of them after they've had any litters. Just uh, for your listeners out there, we're on our fourth generation and we have one litter, and and then we we uh, fix the dog, and we keep one of the dogs. Um, I just wanted everybody to know that that's how we've done one. So we're like Bluebell, we keep what we want, and we sell the rest. And every picture I have after them, they have the mama has the biggest smile. They love the puppies, much like we love our uh, our kiddos after we have one. It's really, it's really beautiful to watch, and they've all been wonderful moms. They all have been wonderful moms. Yeah, it makes me think about the joy that God must feel. You know, we're part of his creation, too. It's not just our puppies, and right. uh, that joy he must feel at seeing us. I think, well, mammals in particular really have that when they come out, and just the, the joy of having those puppies in this instance children in our instance it's a it's a beauty to watch it was really fun to watch when we had um our kids too so each of the kids got a chance to help the puppies be born and to and to give a hand and and I think when um Dosi had that litter I want to say that Mia my daughter was six six seven and so Baron was, uh, my son was uh, eight, nine. Uh-huh. And it was, a, it was a really great experience for them. In what way do you think it changed their view about life, seeing those puppies being born? Well, I think I, Mia was mesmerized. She was, she was smaller, and um, she was mesmerized. Baron, I think he thought it was kind of gross. Um, my son, he thought it was kind of gross. I don't know that the, that the puppy birth process really taught them a lot. I, because they were so little, um, at that time, I think watching the dogs, mama, the puppies taught them a lot of caring and nurturing and keeping them in their place because they're puppies, right? And so, um, and there's a lot of them, and managing the number of that by one dog, I think that taught them a lot about, I, I, I want to say humanity, but they're, they're dogs, so, but teaching them a lot about love. And the nurture aspect of it and how it kind of goes together, the love and the nurture. Nurture would be a really good word and to say. Nurture doesn't always look like oh ooey gooey love sometimes it looks like get back over here (laughs) right and as they get to be older as the puppies get older and they get those little teeth everybody who probably most people who are listening have had puppies with those puppy teeth now imagine being the mama dog of those puppy teeth and they don't like it they don't and they will show that puppy I don't like that, and that's not okay. And they'll also teach the puppy, it's you're done with that. There's no more. And um, that way. Well, we're here with Judge Cahoon. 
of the 451st District Court here for Kendall County. And before we hear about more about your other dogs, what I'd like to do is tell you and our listeners about one of our fabulous sponsors, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning are husband and wife, Judith and Dwayne Rivers. I can attest to the Rivers Team's deep understanding of real estate, both residential and ranch properties. Judith and Dwayne genuinely care for clients. The Rivers Team handles it all, from strategizing before the listing to staging, marketing, negotiating, and closing a favorable deal. Buying and selling real estate is stressful. The Rivers Team makes the process as enjoyable as possible. That's how the Rivers Team is reinventing real estate. TheRiversTeam.com God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a $100 Amazon gift card treat each month. Go to our website, godandourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godandourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. This is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We are back with Judge Kirsten Cahoon of the Texas 451st Judicial District Court, which serves Kendall County. When we spoke before the show, Judge Cahoon, you said your first dog hunt, a yellow lab, just oozed joy in all things. Tell us about Hunt. Hunt was my um, first dog. My husband got him for me. Um, I never grew up with dogs and Hunt was a male yellow lab, and he loved life. And every morning I'd take Hunt for a run. He was the ultimate running partner, and he would wake me up by putting his little head on the bed. He was just tall enough to do that. And then he would, if I rolled over, he'd blow his air into my face to wake me up and say it's time to go for a run and you'd wake up and oh he just would basically get the tennis shoes in his mouth and jump up and down and jump up and down until you would go and just the whole body wag not just the tail his whole body would wag every time you walked through the door he was definitely my dog sorry Patrick but he was (laughs) um and he was he was just joyful about everything He would jump into the pool and loved to fetch. And so if you couldn't fetch with him because you were at work or whatever, that's all right. Because he'd take his ball and he'd put it where the jet was when the jets would be on at the pool. And then he would run two laps around the pool and it would be just long enough for that ball to be on the other side of the pool. He'd get it. He'd run around two more times and he'd drop it back off at the jet. So he would play uh, fetch with himself. He just found joy in everything and he particularly loved little kids and he particularly loved that pool and runs those were his things he was a great dog wow how clever and smart to teach yourself that you can fetch by yourself that's amazing when when we got him uh patrick and i had just finished law school and we had just started our law firm jobs and for those lawyer listeners you know your first job you don't 
get home very often. And so we'd keep them outside and we had the pool and, um, we, I was just very nervous about leaving the puppy outside with the pool. I was afraid he wouldn't know how to get out if he got, if he jumped in. So we would, we try to teach him. And then I was just, I was just so nervous. I made Patrick during, um, during work. I said, go home at lunch and go check on, go check on Hunt. I want to make sure that he's still alive. And he sent, he called me, he said, yeah, your dog's just fine. And I said, what is, what is he doing? Well, he just was swimming around in circles all by himself, just swimming around and playing fetch with himself. He was just joyful and everything. You know, it makes me think of that um, song that we learn at camp. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. And Don't make me sing. Oh, okay. I have a head cold. I can't sing. Okay. Well, we won't <laughs> sing it. I mean, there's lots of verses, so it would take up the rest of the show probably if you probably. sang this song. But um, it really reminded me of that, just hearing about... Hunt and and Dosi too. How did you how do you see joy play out with all of your dogs? You've had a number now. We're on uh, dog number five, and I see joy in everything. I, I I really have to tell you that with a dog, not like people, we we struggle with the joys, but with with our dogs. There's joy when they go into the kennel, when we go to work. They're just happy to be there. There's joy when we get up. Oh, my goodness, you're up. Oh, my goodness, yay, my person's up. There's joy when we give them, when we give them their food, when we take them for a walk. Um, I, it, when we get home from a long day, their tail, they just don't ever get mad that you've left them. At least it doesn't appear. I see joy in everything that those dogs do. Um, and... And it's really hard to be upset or be in a really bad mood around the dog because they'll come up and they will show you that joy. Even even if you've suffered a loss, I feel like my the dogs know that. And they still exude joy in trying to make you less upset. Mm-hmm. And um, I see that when I get upset. My dogs will always come and they'll nuzzle me just a little bit more. And I find that to be beautiful. Yeah. yeah thinking back to Dosi and her almost losing her very first puppy and how that relates to creation, and that's creating new life, right? Well, in Scripture, in particular in Psalm 139, it talks about how God creates us and how he knows us. And that fulfills such a deep need that we have as people to be known. I think mm-hmm. we all just long for somebody to know who we are, and they're played right out. And maybe that's exactly why we love our dogs, because our dogs know us, and they love us anyway. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And even if you might be late giving them their food in their bowl, or maybe if the kid forgets to feed them when you say hey don't forget to feed your dog and then they're looking at me like don't forget to feed me but they still love you and and they they're still joyful and maybe that's what makes us so happy to have our dogs around yeah just a thought that that's a neat thought because they do love us i mean they expect certain things from us like you said but they don't care if you're a billionaire or if you're homeless they love you because right yeah well 
What a great picture of God that is. I, 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 I concur. Yeah. I think you and I spoke about that a while back before we even talked about this show. I think you and I had a conversation about that. And I look at my dogs a little different after that conversation because I do think that there's an image there of how happy he is with us, his creation. And that I, I do think that there's that joy that he has, and, and despite of the fact that what we might do wrong, despite, in spite of the fact that we might forget to give them their food or we might forget to, to uh, just stop, stop. I don't want to pet you right now. Just go away. You know, they, they'll come back still for, for, because they love us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about that often, and I, I, I think there's a correlation. So in thinking about the joy that, God has in us, how, how does that complement our, um, the way we're naturally created? You know, you, t- you describe yourself as assertive and as tenacious and compassionate. How can, how can joy complement those things? Well, I think that if you um, don't have joy and you're, you have tenacity, well, then that just becomes aggression. And so I think that you have to do all of those things, compassion and tenacity, all with some joy in your heart, or you just are mean. And so I try to have joy, particularly in my courtroom, um, I try to bring joy and compassion, my joy through the compassion when I deal with all types, because nine out of 10, unless I'm doing adoptions, you're not really always there for a really great thing. And you need to show people a little bit of compassion because we all fall short and we all stumble. And it's what we do on the back end of that stumble that makes the difference. And it's what's in your heart, I think, that's going to create that back end Mm -hmm. of that. And so we have to show our fellow people uh, compassion and our dogs uh, compassion when they do something um, bad, like chew the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I like how you're talking about how joy can help complement your natural creativity, your natural personality, uh, the gifts that God's given you uh, to make them and to enhance them even more. Really, your discussion about um, your court also makes me think about um, something else I wanted to ask you about that's not really related to our dogs, but I think it's important for people to have a little bit of insight about. I usually ask my guests how our listeners can support whatever they're involved in, whether it's their professional life or it's a volunteer activity. But I want to find out from you today, Judge, what it's like to serve on a jury and why is it important to serve on a jury? Ooh. Um, I usually, when I have a jury trial, I don't know how many of your listeners have actually been in one of my voir dire examinations. I would imagine quite a few because we've had a lot of cases since I took office in um, 19. But when we are actually having the voir dire process, many of the times I ask for people, how many have served in our military? And I get a lot of hands. And I, of course, I thank everybody who has served in our and is serving in our military. But I also like to say that service on a jury is also service to our Constitution. Jury trials are we the people. It's what gives we the people the voice in our judicial system. 
In many parts of the world, if you are accused, the same accusing body is the same body that finds you guilty or not guilty. Well, that's not how we do it here in the great United States of America or the great state of Texas. Instead, a jury of your peers, as is required under the Constitution, will determine your guilt or your non-guilt in, in civil cases as well, whether you have breached that contract or not, or whatever the case may be. So service on a jury, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, is every bit as important to our Constitution and our way of life as service in our military. And it's a way that you can do it just by opening that envelope and responding to the request to come. And I will tell you that here in Kendall County, we have a lot of responses to ours. But I do know in several counties, they struggle getting people to respond to the juror summons. And I will tell you that if we were to lose the jury, it would change our way of life. That is fundamental in our being as a country, and it's what has made us different throughout this world. And it's something that's, that is envied throughout the world is our jury trial system. Well, we've been here today with Judge Kirsten Cahoon of the Texas Judicial District Court 451 that serves here in Kendall County. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Meg, for having me. Appreciate it. I'm just going to leave with a little abbreviated thought to ponder today, P-A-W-N-D-E-R, based on our conversation. And it makes me really wonder, you know, with all the circumstances in this world that are distraction, uh, sometimes I tend to reflect that a little bit more than maybe I should. And so my thought to ponder today is maybe you'll join me in thinking a little bit more about how we can reflect joy in our life and not only complement the way God's created us, but how can we also bring joy to the life of those around us? So thanks for being with us, listeners. I really appreciate you being with us and spending part of your day with us. Um, You can listen again to God and Our Dogs on your favorite podcast site or at our website. And if you have a neat story about your dog, please email me at stories at godandourdogs.com. And I hope you'll join us next week for some more stories that bring us closer to relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography, to marketing, and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com.